hey, do you guys like recruiting? Because we're going to talk more recruiting. That's what we've been doing because June is like hot recruiting month. You heard of hot girl summer? Well, we got hot recruiting month here on Locked on Bama, and we're talking nothing but recruiting. That's what we're going to do today on Locked on Bama, so stick with us. Locked on Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into Locked on Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? I'm doing awesome. It's the best recruiting month of the year. Uh, I hate that it's in June, but I've decided to embrace it because, I mean, what am I going to do? Just rant like an old man that's sending back his soup at a deli? Yes. Yes, that's <laughs> what we've come to expect from you. Um, but a uh, couple of things. First of all, you know, I've always said summer is my least favorite month. I mean, so, yep. season. And it season, still is. Sure. It still is. Um, yeah, well, you don't like baseball. June, you don't like baseball. That's true. June, I feel better about because also SiriusXM brings back the Prince channel. First of all, thanks everybody for making this your first listen. And this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. We'll talk about Bet Online in a bit. But they always bring back the Prince channel. I'm a big Prince fan. Like, not crazy. I don't like dress up like him or anything, but uh, I like Prince a lot. I think he's probably the most talented artist ever. He's unbelievable. Fair. But, um, I was listening to the Prince channel coming to work today and the song uh, let's pretend we're married came on. And I was like, if that, if locked on Bama were a Prince song, I think that's, we'd be, let's pretend we're married because we just sit around bitch a lot and never have sex. I think it's perfect. <laughs> uh, anyway. Great. Now we literally are married in 65 countries. Great. <laughs> we're legally married. Um, okay. So June, uh, big recruiting month that we've discussed. A uh, friend of the program and one of your cohorts over at On Three, Joseph Hastings. Um, Great guy. He is, he's, he's so young. Dude. He's a superstar in the industry. You know, jo- Joseph's going to be a superstar in in the recruiting industry. He'll he'll be the next Forrest Davis. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that was such he's an never heard compliment. Of he, he's never heard of Forrest Davis. Joseph Joseph is like. I mean, I don't, I don't really know exactly. Joseph is like. 25 or younger, which is amazing because of how freaking good he is at his job. Well, he put out on on three mm-hmm. uh, the 10 most wanted recruits for Alabama. And I think we do this backwards. We go from 10 to 1, and we'll just do all of in this episode. Number 10, he has Anthony Hill. This is a linebacker right. uh, out of Texas. He's number 14 overall prospect in the country. Um, he's the top-ranked linebacker in the class. He recorded 131 tackles and eight sacks and three fumble recoveries with two interceptions last year. That's pretty damn good for linebacker. Um, he will be visiting that that monstrous weekend of June 10th through 12th. Um, it sounds like Texas A&M is the favorite, but, uh, you know, I guess Alabama has a shot if they can just get him on campus, right? Absolutely. And uh, I'll tell you the reason he's in that list, and me and Joseph had talked about this before uh, he put together the list, but um, – Really, assuming Henry Toa Toa and Jayla Moody uh, go to the NFL after the season, uh, I think Moody has to. Maybe uh, Toa Toa can come back, but but he, he probably won't. I, I think they're headed to the NFL. Assuming that happens, Luke, we only have five 
inside linebackers, period, on scholarship, like Blackshire, Lawson, Giad Campbell, Ian Jackson, and, uh, and Sean Murphy, uh, those five, and that's it. So actually inside linebacker that we just call linebacker now at on three, because we call the outside guys, we just, we just lump them into the edge group. So really linebackers, for, for Alabama purposes, we're talking about Mike and Will, uh, linebackers. Uh, we really need a couple in this class, and it's sort of hard to locate really good ones that, that have us high on their list. And, and really, Anthony Hill was included not as a projection of, hey, we think Anthony Hill signed with Alabama, but more included for the reason being that uh, this is a most wanted list. This is what Alabama really needs, and they really need, if not Anthony Hill, prospects similar to Anthony Hill, at least two, if not three, uh, at that position this cycle. Then at number nine, he has uh, defensive lineman Jordan Renaud. Is that how we say that? I go Renaud, but I'm not sure. Man, he's got some fans. We, we got dudes on our board that, I mean, they're they're they give him the Ariana Grande treatment. I mean, they're, 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 he's got he's got groupies. He's got groupies on our board. Uh, he played high school football with uh, Jamarian Miller, I think. Um, oh wow! Yeah, great, great, great player. Uh, Joseph has RPM'd Renaud to Alabama, which is big because uh, me and Joseph have very similar philosophies about that. He doesn't want to be wrong about something he RPM. So he, he's he's confident that Alabama has a great shot at, at, at Renaud, who is top tier. I, I don't know that he's a five-star, but he's a defensive lineman that anyone would take. So he's a big deal. Yeah, and originally from Florida, now at Texas, right. uh, playing, and of course Texas takes A and M after him too. But um, sounds like Alabama's got the leg up there. Number eight, he's got Malik Benson, the JUCO wide receiver, who a lot of people love. Um, it's it's interesting that he's got a JUCO wide receiver in this spot. To me, I just, I, yeah. you know, I, I find it a little bizarre. And it's not like he's yes, he he's dynamic, but when you when I think JUCO wide receiver, Jimmy, this is just me. I feel like you're always looking for somebody very tall, uh, go up and get it kind of kid. This guy's only six feet tall. Yeah, uh, here's what's interesting and, and why I'm starting. I, I'm not fully invested both feet in with Benson, but Joseph is. Uh, Joseph loves Benson as a prospect. He believes that Benson's talent uh, exceeds uh, the majority of high school receivers were interested in. He, he just thinks Benson's really good. And what I love about Benson is those numbers. He had like 1,200 yards receiving. That's so unusual at the JUCO level to find a freshman JUCO receiver that's got over 1,000 yards of catches. That that tells me that I, I'm sure he's not like Devontae Smith in any way, but like you know how you, you'd use Devontae as a guy if you're thinking of a receiver who's always going to get open, always catch the ball and always make a play, but he's not tall and he's not Tyreek Hill. He's just really good at doing all the things receivers do. And, and I think that's, that's really what Benson is. He, he, he's going to get open. He's going to catch a ball. He's going to make a play. Just write it down. Yeah, that's uh, I, I mean, again, I've seen his highlights. I, I, I would take it. He, I, he, he likes I, Alabama a lot. I just find it interesting that uh, he's that high on the list. But Jimmy, yeah, I need to tell everybody about need to tell everybody about Bet Online now. 
Bet Online. It, they're one of our partners here. They continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including this year's basketball, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL and college futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs to esports and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline is where the game starts. We've been saying that forever, and we mean it forever. (laughs) So let's keep going down this list, Jimmy. Um, Number seven, Joseph Hastings has Francis Muigoa. I've not even tried. The tackle from IMG. I refer to him as the tackle from IMG. Okay, fair enough. That's what we're talking about. (laughs) The tackle from IMG, whose first name is Francis. Uh, Lighten up, Francis. Was that from that movie Summer School with uh, uh, Mark Harmon? Okay, Lighten up, Francis. Okay. Um, Here's one thing about about him. Uh, First of all, great, great prospect. Chad Simmons who, who is the uh, recruiting guru at, at on three uh, Chad has RPM just this week, Francis to Tennessee. And based on how Tennessee recruited Nico, I'm a Leva. Uh, I'm just adding two and two there. And just, I just sort of immediately wrote off Francis in Alabama. As soon as Chad RPM him, Chad was also the first to break the Nico. I'm a Leva news, you know, to Tennessee. That was also Chad. Uh, now Chad same, you know, this freak tackle from IMG to Tennessee. I, I've sort of written that one off uh, for that reason. Now, again, this is a most wanted list. This isn't a Joseph is telling us these 10 guys are going to Alabama. That would be a different list. This is a most wanted. This is who Alabama really wants. I'm sure we really want him because he's a badass. He he is this year's tackle freak. But, uh, boy, this looks like Tennessee right now. Here's what's interesting to me about tackle. If I'm projecting a class today – the two tackles I'm projecting Alabama's going to sign, and, and, and I think both are really good players, is Olas Allenen from uh, Connecticut, who's the, the by way of Norway, uh, him. And, uh, and then so one dude from as far away from Tuscaloosa as possible, and the other guy literally from Tuscaloosa, Wilkin Formby. Uh, th- those are the two tackles I think we end up with in this class. They're both really good players. Uh, I'm going to be excited. Uh, I think uh, – I think Francis is going to Tennessee and, and it's probably, I mean, I don't know, but pricey. Is that the way to put it? <laughs> That's the way to put it now. It used to be like taboo to say that. Now I think it's I just I mean, like, they paid $8 million for Nico. I'm not saying they're paying $8 million for this. I, I don't know what they're paying. I don't know that they're giving this dude anything other than a six-pack of natural light. I don't know. But I'm just, I'm just adding two and two. Jimmy, really quickly, I want to have an announcement. We have an important favor to ask you, our listeners. We've put together a survey so we can learn more about our listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and what you don't like about Locked On Podcast. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. To take our audience survey, go to lockedonpodcast.com slash survey. Thanks for your help. That's cool. I'm glad we're gonna doing be a that. lot of um, be a lot of comments about Jimmy and his tech issues. I think uh, I might have to go take the survey under the name uh, Rook Robinson and just see, you know, give me a five star review. Um, all right. There's gonna be a lot of like 
Will Luke stop cursing and Jimmy learn to use a phone? That it, it is funny. In our Apple reviews, like we got a lot of positive Apple reviews, but one of the reviews gave us a one star and said, it says it's safe for children. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. Um, number six. Number six, and I'm shocked this one didn't. Guy needs to give his kid on. Benadryl and shut up. <laughs> number six, I'm surprised this one didn't higher on the list. Cormac McLean. Um, this is a guy, I mean, I think he's a six star kind of guy. I mean, he's unbelievable. Best corner, um, best corner in the country, but I'm worried he's going to end up at Florida. Yeah. I'm with you, dude. Uh, I think this is a, a Gator. Uh, I think he's gonna be hard for us to land. Uh, again, this is the most wanted. This is who Alabama should be trying. It's hardest to sign. I believe Alabama is trying very hard to sign Cormani McLean. Hey, I'll also say this, Cormani's the best corner in America. I would agree with that. If there's a six-star corner, it's Cormani. But uh, hey, don't give short shrift to Jaleel Hurley, who's committed to us right now from Florence, who almost or considered flip to Auburn. I don't think that's over. He might still flip to Auburn before December, but as of now, it's Alabama. Uh, I believe it will be Alabama. And uh, man, if Cormani is a 10, Hurley's 9.5. Uh, and, and and Hurley's created this reputation for himself playing in Florence, Alabama, whereas Cormani is in, you know, talent-rich Florida. Uh, I, so, yes, Cormani's that awesome. I would also project he's signing with Florida. At the same time, I would say <laughs> Hurley might be just as good or, or damn, damn close to it. Jimmy, let's go ahead and take a break here, and I think what we're going to do, I'm going to swap it up on the fly. Let's do the last five guys. Um, let me make sure I got five guys. Yeah, I got five guys left. And let's do them next podcast. And on this on this next segment, is there if there's anything else you can tell us about um, uh, the the SEC meetings, et cetera, we'll talk about that. We're going to take a break right now, and then uh, we'll come back and talk about some odd men stuff. All right, buddy. So first of all, Drew Timmy has announced he's coming back. Yeah. Um, wow, isn't that crazy? It's crazy to me because I thought he should have gone last year. And now he's well, got two more years in college. I, I, I don't pretend to know exactly what the NBA thinks of Drew Timmy. I, I don't know. But it makes me happy he's coming back. And not because I'm a Gonzaga fan. It's because he is what college basketball has been missing for two decades. And that is Agreed. the name. The name. And by, by name, I mean we all know who he is. There's a legitimate star in college basketball that if, if college basketball had a Madden Drew Timmy would be the on the, the cover again <laughs> next year. And I think that's great because there's so few stars in the game. There's one the stars are one and dones. And that's really frustrating. But with Drew Timmy, hey, I'll be honest, I'm so excited about having a name all American back in the game. I'm gonna be pulling for the guy. I mean, I was like, thank, thank you for bringing attention to college basketball, Drew. And, uh, hey, I don't know what the NBA says about his skill set or where he'd go in the draft. I, he would go in the draft. So he's turning down NBA basketball to keep playing college basketball. I think that's great. Yeah, and, and I like it too. And, of course, the people may be wondering, why are you talking about Drew Timmy at Gonzaga? First of all, we play Drew Timmy in Birmingham next yeah, year. Right. Secondly, I won't secondly, root for him that day. Yeah, secondly, um, 
I feel pretty confident Alabama ended up second in his recruitment. Yeah, I think we were involved. Here's another great point of it that start today, and I'm sure we're in his ear all the time about it. But uh, Betty Ako, I yeah. mean, you know, who, who who didn't gain any NBA traction based on the season he had, even though he sort of looks the part. And I think in the future, Betty Ako probably is an NBA player. But man, I would be in Betty Ako's ear today if I'm on the Alabama staff and be like, "This is the opportunity of your lifetime. This is the opportunity of your lifetime. You get your matchup with Drew Timmy." And that will put you in the first round. That game, that matchup, that puts you in the first round. And and sell him on on that. And yeah, that that's that that'll be a, a great matchup. Does feel like we lose every time we play in Birmingham in these non-con you know games, though. I mean, I know we I went to the Texas game and went to the Davidson Davidson game last year. Can't remember who it was uh, any other time, but yeah, it doesn't feel like we we fare very well in these things. So hopefully Gonzaga will allow us in this around. Um, anything out of the SEC meetings that, that has stood out to you? Anything else that, that's come out of those? I mean, one thing that's it, – it's it's been uh, – and I watched a lot of uh, Feinbaum yesterday um, and who, who was live there and, and had some great interviews. It's been a little boring in this sense. There's been a lot of talk, a lot of scheduling talk, a lot of what are we going to do about NIL talk, uh, a lot of, you know, Jimbo versus Nick with neither one of them really talking about it. And while I appreciate SEC meetings because it's it's some content and it's a reminder that football's around the corner, but gosh, you'd be hard-pressed to, to name something that is news out of it. Like what happened, what, what news do we have? And I guess it's, well, we're down to two scheduling models. I mean, that's the news. Uh, so a little uh, long on talk and, and, and short on, on news. Yeah, I've been a little shocked at, at the lack of fireworks. I mean, this has been, you know, this is the equivalent of a bad summer blockbuster that we, we've been watching all the trailers coming up to it. And then we get to it and we're like, this movie sucks. Um, hey, they used to, they used frankly, to, the, they used to uh, announce the first couple of TV games that, that always came out of SEC meetings in the past, but, but we, we beat, we, we did that two weeks ago, you know, uh, uh, Texas and Utah state and Monroe, uh, that's now prior to SEC meetings, uh, so that's that's another thing that used to be part of. Hey, we'll find out what what kickoff times we got for the first couple of games. Uh, we don't even get that anymore. All right, buddy. That's going to do it for this episode. The next episode, we will finish up the uh, ten most wanted recruits from Joseph Hastings, our buddy. Maybe even get him on the show or something. That'd be cool. We also plan to have other guests soon, like Josh Pate. Um, we have a great idea that Jimmy came up with about uh, we're not going to say it because we don't need anybody stealing our stuff but um we'll have a, like a series over the summer that we'll talk about but uh, until then everybody we appreciate you listening thanks so much and also got to tell everybody one more thing very quickly um you need to go check out locked Forward. this is a, a, a relatively new podcast um you can go make your second listen after locked on bama uh, locked on nba big board you can talk to uh, or listen to Raphael Barlow, Richard Stamen, Sam Fiss, and Leif Thulin. They give fans an in-depth look at all the biggest prospects, the latest player rankings, and, of course, the big boards on the NBA. Of course, they'll be talking some uh, 
J.D. Davison and stuff like that, maybe even some Keon Ellis. So go check them out. They do a great job. And uh, roll tide, everybody. Roll tide.